Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through Queen. I feel like I'm watching my past and my future worlds colliding. Brendan, Brendan, are you as excited as I am about the fact that Celebrity Big Brother season two cast has been announced? I like. I was hyped, but then I got really hyped when they entered the house and they were briefly on um, whatever the live stream is that people obsessively watch cbs all access yeah so we got we already got like tom green cooking tuna steaks well let's not get ahead of ourselves we should reveal the cast because there was that fake cast that's been bopping around for a while they included like aubrey o'day caitlin jenner Mm -hmm. tiffany pollard nope nope and nope but it did have one person right and a few i think it had a few yeah at least two right yeah so let's go through. So should we do a little bit of Care or Don't Care um, Celebrity Big Brother Edition? Sure. I care about almost all of them. Okay. Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, Anthony Scaramucci, former White House Communications Director and Financier. Care. Um, th- in 2019, 2019, it is necessary that somebody who served <laughs> under Donald Trump is on Celebrity Big Brother. It just yeah. is. And they're going to continue to do it because... This way, they make news almost every single day. I remember last year, every morning on The View, they talked about Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah. And The View is a competing network. Sure. Baby. And and don't, they don't care for Julie Chad. But, like, oh yeah, that's true. They famously don't they care like, for Julie Chad. Now that, like, all of the Les Moonves stuff has happened, they, like, don't even give a fuck about, like, not... Like, hiding it. Yeah. Trying to be cute. Um... I will say, he's just, this is purely for him just like a fame move, because he's like a rich, rich man, so he just like wants to be famous. Yeah, although I'm sure getting sucked into the Trump stratosphere, he now is probably spending money on like lawyers and stuff. True. Right? I mean, he was only there for 11 days. How many lawyers do you think he needs? (laughs) He needs 11, one for each day. Yeah. Uh, Okay, next. Dina Lohan, Momager. Momager. This is amazing. This is going to be better than Lowen Beach Club. Yeah, 100%. Um, it's going to be a shit show. Have you ever seen her on television? 
Uh, I think the last time I checked in with her was her Dr. Phil exactly. appearance, which was bonkers. She was like, wasn't she like blackout during that? Uh, I don't remember that part. But She was like, it was insane. It was like, what, 2012, 2013? Was it even that long ago? I think it was. Wow. I remember where I was when I watched it. Okay, so I expect great things from Dina. Joey Lawrence, actor and producer, one of the Lawrence brothers. You know what? Um, if I were to choose Lawrence brothers, I think he would be three. Yeah, he's the the, the least interesting. I think me. I would go middle youngest. Yes, yes, oldest. Yes. Um, the middle one was on Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. The youngest had like a resurgence on like Disney Channel original movies after he got hot, mm-hmm. and then Joey. Is Joey like of the same? super religious school of thought as like Kirk Cameron or am I just dreaming this up? I want, okay. This is actually interesting. I'm not sure. Um, I feel like maybe he was on that ABC family show semi recently with Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah. Weirdly. And she's like in that. I mean, she like endorsed Gary, um, Johnson. Remember that? I almost said Gary Oldman. Mm, Yep. Probably him too. (laughs) Famously endorsed Sirius Black. So he might be, but I don't know. Yeah. Remember that show that, about the city of brotherly love? Was it called Brotherly Love? Yeah. Where they like were brothers, obviously, and then they worked in like their dad's like shop. Mechanic shop? Yeah. yeah. Okay, Jonathan Bennett, actor and host. We only refer to him as Aaron Samuels in this household. No, that's so like millennial pink for you to do that. I love millennial pink. <laughs> My phone case is millennial pink. I know, I can think. Uh, when he was originally being like passed around on the list, I didn't care that much. Only because I only saw him in like the corner of my eye on a Cake, Cake Wars show. But then when I watched him host the Lohan Beach Club after show, I found a newfound interest and respect for him. He's, like, very enthusiastic. Yeah, he's got a lot of pep in his staff. Which is, I guess you have to be to be, like, a host. Yeah. If anything, he would be great on a regular season of Big Brother. Because I can picture him delivering a lively confessional. I mean, like, I think we need to start throwing a celeb or two into the regular yeah. Big Brother. Even, even give me, like, someone from, like, a crossover, like, reality show situation. Like, I want to see someone from The Challenge. Someone from The Challenge mm. who, like, I know because they were also on Real World back in the day. Oh, you know what? Now that you mention that, I feel like Johnny Bananas was r- not on one of those official lists, but was rumored to be on. Yeah. He would have been read that one. also. Yeah. But I would like, like, CT. Mm. Mm-mm. Okay. Oh, um, I just think we're in the Aaron Samuels sessance, um, like between this and Thank You Next, yeah. and like all of the holiday Everything. cooking shows. This 2019 is his year. It's his year. Okay. The most relevant to our collective interests, Candy Burris. I was so surprised by this. Of all the housewives. Of all the housewives, I would view her... After Bethany as least likely to do this show. Well, we learned today via TMZ that they are all receiving the same paycheck to enter the house, which is 100K. Mm -hmm. To me, like, I feel like that doesn't even get candy out of bed on a normal day. I don't know. 100K for three weeks of work is a lot. Yeah, but for for candy? I don't Take any paycheck that she can, I think. She's got old lady gangs to open, you know? Yeah, but that's just like generating money on its own without her 
oversight. I know, but then like you need to think she has a infant. Got to start putting money in the college fund. I'm sure his college fund is paid for. She's got to pay um, Storm, their uh, nanny. <laughs> the nanny, yeah. Sure, um, sure. I I just feel like this is a good move for her, and I will say I hers was like the only um, inter- pre interviews that I watched. Because I didn't really care what the others have to say. Sure. Uh, she maybe has no idea what she's getting herself into. You know what? I think most of them don't. I think you'll you'll have a few... Ser- I feel like Jonathan Bennett apparently was seen hobnobbing with former Big Brother contestants trying to get the tea, the scoop, mm-hmm. get it all together. But like Candy like didn't... It was... The interviews was like this woman who was interviewing her was basically educating Candy on like what happens yeah. in the Big Brother house. She didn't know that there's slop involved. She didn't know that like you can be backdoored. Yeah. And there was a great um mashup clip of her reaction to um asking about being backdoored and Brandy Glanville's from last year. Yeah. It was really good. Also she said that she reached out to Brandy. To Oh that's and Brandy good. gave her advice. Yeah. I, although I feel like I can't picture what that advice would have been from Brandy. The advice was make friends with athletic looking people, mm. which is smart. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Kato Kalen, actor, host, and famous guest house resident. I care a little bit. I want to hear him um, talk about like maybe Faye Resnick. Yeah, that's the only thing I care about. Um, I want to hear all about the OJ stuff. I... You know what was funny in the... I don't know how many promos there have been for this show, but the one that I watched ended with him as the big gag. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's not the big gag. It's not the gag. The other one ended with Scaramucci, right? I don't know. I, I, I only saw this one promo. Okay. Next, Lolo Jones. Olympic track and bobsled athlete. I've heard her name. I've heard the name. Um, That's all I'm going on. My sleuthing has... Apparently, she was also on the challenge. And apparently, oh. she kind of went a little... Um, cuckoo? Cuckoo. So, uh, she might be good to watch. Okay. I have faith. So care, I guess. Yeah. More so than this next person, Natalie Ava Marie, former WWE wrestler and actress. I bring a book. Yeah. What's Dying fu- your hair color isn't a personality. <laughs> What's funny is she was the first one that was leaked. Because yeah. she posted on her own Instagram story. No, someone else posted on their Instagram oh. story. And, like, they were talking openly. She was filming a promo in a gym. And, yeah. like, they were talking openly about the fact that it was Big Brother. Yeah. Um, when she was talking. So, I don't know. Sure. Ricky Williams, former, former NFL running back. I Ugh, I mean, you're, if you're playing a sport, I probably don't care. We have some exceptions. Oh, yeah. Um, Metal the, World Peace. The Williamses. <laughs> sisters. Yeah, but the, they're not going to do this. Like an Adam Rapon, who was also rumored in one of those lists. Mm-hmm. I mean, Caitlin is an athlete, but yeah. she's also gone on to do like other, other things. Stuff. So don't care about that. Ryan Lochte. Oh, this is someone in sports that we care yeah, about. I care about I, Ryan Lochte. Yeah, I care. <laughs> Isn't that what he says? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was involved in like a really bad scandal at the last Olympics, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. It was he, like, like him and some morning talk show host, right? I think 
Billy Bush was involved in this scandal somehow. No, no because like, oh, you're right. Like no, Billy Bush. How? Okay, so they were he talking about it on the Today Show, and I think it was like a bunch of them interviewing Ryan Lochte. <sighs> and I want to say that like Matt Lauer was trying to like pin Ryan Lochte down on this point mm. about like the inaccuracies about what he was saying about the situation he was in. And then like Billy Bush was like, defending Ryan Lochte mm. and I feel like Al Roker was on the right side of history in this because Al Roker tends to be on the right side of history when it comes to things on the Today Show now that you say it, it makes sense because this would have been Summer Olympics 2016, 2016. so right before um, everything went down everything went down 2016 right yeah yeah because we're about to have a Summer Olympics in 2020 can you believe it's been 84 years and I can still smell <laughs> the paint or yeah. whatever <laughs> You've been smelling a lot of paint. Um, <laughs> next up, Damar Braxton, singer and TV personality. We only know about her because of a former frequent call-in, Connor Behan. Oh, yeah. Rest in peace. He now has his own he's podcast. So he's okay. Yeah, he stopped calling in. He has his own podcast. He's um, now popsessed instead. Yeah, listen to that, I guess. Actually, uh, go... Oh my God, you know what you should do? Don't listen to it. Go and leave some one-star reviews. No, that's so mean. <laughs> don't don't say such a thing. Five stars across the board. Okay, Tamar Braxton, I... No, it's more stars because they're in the metric system. Oh, okay. It's, it's 7.4 <laughs> star scale. <laughs> okay, Tamar Braxton, I do care about. And funnily enough, I will be seeing her sister... Um, Tony, in the midst, while this is running... I wonder if she'll mention anything. I hope she said, like, shout out to my sister in the Big Brother house. Are they getting along right now? Oh, yeah. Isn't that something? Some of the Braxtons aren't getting along. Aren't they, like, replacing sisters with Phaedra and Tiffany Pollard? Yeah, that's people? been happening. <laughs> um, sure, I care. I care. I think her and Candy recently had some sort of, like... Uh, beef. Ooh. I want to say it was almost as recently as New Year's. <laughs> I think that Tamar tried to bring, um, what's her name? Kaya up on stage at one of Escape's concerts or something like that. Mm. I don't know. But I think they've recently had a situation. Yeah. So we'll see. And last but not least, Tom Green. Um, I watched a lot of Tom Green as a kid. I did not. One of my friends was obsessed and I wasn't into it, but he had an amazing run on Celebrity Apprentice. Oh, yeah. He was like really wacky on there. He also, let us not forget, he married Drew Barrymore. Yeah. I feel like that's fallen out of conversation. Um, I remember this one episode of his show where Monica Lewinsky was on it and it was when she was like trying to like rehabilitate, not even rehabilitate, just like trying to survive. So mm -hmm. she started like a handbag line and yeah. I remember specifically her being on that show and they like, they were out in the wild or something and like she had her handbags. Okay. Yeah. She should be in this house. Actually, no, she's above this. Yeah. Show. She's above this. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, so great cast. Better than last year. Yeah, I think so. I mean, last year's cast ended up being amazing, but going into it, we didn't have the highest of hopes. Right. Um, so tune in on the 21st. 21st starts, is the first And then episode. it's like, y'all, it's like four episodes a week, three episodes I know. a week. Well, by the time we record next, we'll already be like three or four episodes deep. And, like, it's not a show that we're going to necessarily, like, dwell a lot on, 
Um, but Just checking in. We're going to check in. We like to check in on things like this. Definitely. You know what I didn't check in on? What? Lohan Beach Club. Oh. It's more of the same. Okay. It's, an, it's a good show to have it on in the background. And it didn't have an after show, did it? No, sadly. Sadly. Uh, did you check in on Mass Singer? Oh, of course I did. Uh, it's just a shame we're getting like three men in a row. Right, but if you think about it, we're eventually going to get to like all the ones that we actually care about. I know, but it's just such a long wait for that to happen. I know, but Terry Bradshaw, I feel like he's at least more in the pop culture lexicon than like the other two, you know? Yeah. Um, he's like a familiar face. Didn't he, did he appear on Coach? Like the TV show? Was he on that show? I'm sure he popped up as just like a sports person. Yeah. Coach starring Kelly Stone. Yeah. Um, but what was interesting this week was, in addition to the judging panel, uh, in the form of, what's his face from Joel The Soup, Joel McHale. He was a good addition. I know. He actually added actual humor to the show. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, good. Thanks for teasing us with like something we would have liked to see. Yeah. Too bad. Too bad. It, I mean, the, the judge's acting is really off the wall. I know. And should I like take into consideration that? Oh, never mind. I was going to say, are they just like saying guesses that aren't going to be them? But then Terry Bradshaw, actually a lot of them guessed yesterday. Well, you, you know what they, I've noticed they, they do. The person who's likely to be kicked out, they make good guesses for. Yeah. And the people who are not likely to get kicked out, they do not make good guesses right, for. Right, because we need, like, we're going to have so many more clip packages. And what's also funny is th- I, there was, like, a mention of one of the singers of, like, oh, like, they're not going to figure me out. As if not figuring the person out gets them farther in the game. But it, it's really out. It's really based on singing. Singing? The rules of this whole thing <laughs> makes no sense. I don't know. Uh, but we're still watching. I'll watch every week until I die. Okay. So <laughs> we have some great news out of Potomac. <laughs> Fear not. The worst housewife of all time is not returning. So Cherise posted on her Instagram story, it appeared. Someone asked, will Cherise make an appearance this season? And she wrote, nope. And her caption was, I... I keep getting this question over and over again. Just for the record, I will not be appearing at all on hashtag RHOP, season four, hashtag just Cherise, kiss kiss. You know who will? I've seen, I feel like I've seen more Katie in like social media posts. So I wonder if Katie's going to be holding a glass of champagne. Or like a half glass. Half like Cherise did last year. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is good. But you really think, okay, really think about this. Let's talk about this for one second. You really think that Sharice is the worst housewife? No, I'm just like, I'm being annoying. Okay. In fact, I I enjoyed her presence last year when she wasn't a focal point, when she did not have her own storyline. I liked her just st- stirring the pot here and there. We're already going into season four. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's wild. We're going into the Cindy Barshop season. Yeah. I like to think of everything in like <laughs> Terms relation of- to Roni. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Interesting. Keep on chugging, even though Dallas and Potomac ratings keep on flopping. Let's talk. Okay, it's time for our Barbara K update. So 
our Barbara K update this week isn't specifically about Barbara, but on Andy Cohen's Radio Andy, Sirius XM, whatever that thing is called, yeah. Andy let it slip that he has seen a cut of the Roni teaser trailer. He even said, he even asked his guests at the point, like, had they seen it, meaning he thought it might already have like aired, which means I think we're really, really, really close to a Roni trailer. This time next week, when we are recording... We better. We better have it. And fire alarms will be going off as soon as it releases. If you think about it, we usually get this, what, in March? Because it starts to air in, like, April? And this all lines up, because they started filming, like, two months earlier this year. Yeah. Um, So we're good to go. I'm ready to see Barbara Kay on my television screen. So this means, like, it'll probably knock Potomac out... And Potomac, I wonder what they'll do with Potomac if Roni's coming before it. Well, Roni will probably be replacing Jersey, and Jersey's going to be done soon. Right. But Potomac... Potomac will replace Atlanta. And I guess Atlanta's winding down, because they're already about to go to Tokyo. Yeah, but the thing that we neglected to talk about, Candy, being in the Big Brother house, is when are they going to fill the Atlanta reunion? What if they do it in the house? They bring they bring her in. Wouldn't that be amazing? No, but we're in different cinematic universes. That, but I know, but they're connected by Andy Cohen and Julie Chen, who are longtime friends. Yeah, this is just my fanfic. Sure, they they open up the backyard and they film. They let Candy film the reunion in the backyard. Wow, so exciting! <laughs> uh, well, we have a few weeks to figure out how that all plays out. But let's take a quick break before we get to all our shows this week. Start your engines. RuPaul's Drag Race. We're back for All Stars 4. Oh. For a very inconsequential episode. <laughs> I mean, it was still a good episode. It was still a good episode, but I always hate when they pull the rug under you. Oh, I love it. Well, especially... Pull that rug. This one was... It's not like you're both safe. It's like everyone's safe. I liked it. Okay. And I mean, we can talk about that particular thing because... I've heard the rumors. Sure. But let's get to the roast first. Okay. It's the roast? Let's get this roast of cooking. Uh, (laughs) It's the roast of Lady Bunny. Yeah. Um, Good to see her. I'm pretty sure this is the first time we've seen her on Drag Race proper, um, aside from like montages of like drag history or like that kind of stuff, uh-huh. I don't think she's ever actually appeared on Drag Race proper. She what was about at the, the finale, like those big things? In oh, the maybe, audience. but like on the actual show, show. Okay. Um, um, and she was famously the dean of Drag U. Yeah, she was on every single one of those episodes. Sure. Um, it's great to see her. Yeah, and she actually was really funny. When she had her own little bits going on, mm-hmm. like when she came back from the dead. Yeah. That I was a good time. Bit. Should we go through performances of the rose? Yeah, sure. So who was it? Monique got to decide the order mm-hmm. of um, the roast. And she let M- Monet kick it off mm-hmm. and she let Manila finish it. Yes. And the Manila finishing was trickery because she thought that 
she'd screw up and get and really... And the hardest. Yeah. I would think... I'm like, I'm not a comedian, but I would think starting is the hardest. Sure. Get that get that crowd going. Yeah. Get up in this gig girl or get whatever. Get that roast cooking. <laughs> so, okay. Well, uh, Monet started and did a great. She did a very good job. Mm-hmm. I... I mean, she's just like a natural MC, so it's not surprising that she did well. What did you think of her um, roast look? Roast look, I loved it. Yeah, same. Her, which was just like big black frame glasses, a nice blonde wig, a nice form-fitting dress. And then Monet's runway look, which for the heavenly white looks, was... Probably one of the standouts. Yeah, should we... Let's do roast and then go, yeah, to, go into get their to the look. runway. Um, I forget the order of uh, who was next yeah. in the roast, but let's talk about... You have nothing else to say about her runway look? Oh, I, I thought her runway look was good. I also mm-hmm. thought we were going to runway looks later, and we were going to cover the roast first. Okay. Um, but yeah. <laughs> and then, but her performance, she was really funny. Yeah. Um, she was one of two standouts in the performance. Um, she had a, just a good cadence of jokes, I thought. Yeah. Um, it also wasn't hard to look good compared to the rest of these yeah. people. But the other standout, even better than uh, Monet, was Manila Luzon, who closed the show. The Her walking out with that umbrella... That ensemble. Who was the first person to do an umbrella like that? April Carry On. <laughs> okay. No, but do you know what I mean? Do you know what the look I'm talking about? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've seen this look twice, um, but April Carry On's was like a rainy day thing. Mm-hmm. Um, from the moment, she didn't even say anything when she opened like the veil of that umbrella and just yeah. like made a noise, and she had us. She had us. She had us at hello, um, or noise. And she smartly, I thought did what I think a lot of the others didn't do. And she didn't just roast Lady Bunny. She roasted everyone else in the room, which is, that's like a roast. Yeah, that's what that's you how, do. That's how it goes. But these girls, they don't know. No one knows anything. <laughs> uh, the runway look was kind of like a Greek goddess, like, in my brain, like a little angelic fighter in like a video game or something yeah i will say blonde looks great on her yeah i love her as a blonde and it's like a departure usually we see her in like a dark wig with a stripe yeah but this blonde was i would have liked the makeup to be amped up a little bit it was a little too plain janie for me sure sure uh but manila doesn't usually do big makeup Right. I mean, the only, like, the biggest thing she did was, like, tears when she, for her entrance look. Yeah. Or, like, smeared makeup, rather. You know what this look reminded me of, though? And I went back to look at it, and it ended up being a, more different than I remembered. But remember the f- the music video with her, Raja, and, um, bam? What's her, what's her name? <laughs> oh, um, Alexis? Alexis Mateo. Yeah. Like, this... Felt similar to that. Because remember, that was like all Greek gods and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then this also felt similar to the season five promo looks. Mm. When they did like that weird Greek god thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the other person who did pretty well was Monique Hart. 
they always love like a broad character. Yeah, this was like all slapstick, like fooling around. This wasn't joke centric, but it's so it's smart because that's what like gets RuPaul laughing. Yeah, RuPaul has probably the most basic <laughs> sense of humor that there ever could be. Yeah, and what you do is either like a broad character like this or like dick jokes. You know? Yeah, tucking. Just talk about tucking. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think she got the job done. She wasn't like a, a true standout. But for her to end up lumped in the bottom with everyone else was insane to me. Yeah. I, that, this goes back to like the theories that I've heard. I feel like if one of those people was going to be in the bottom, then they were just going to throw everyone in the bottom. And that one person being Valentina. Yeah. Um, the theory, the word on the street is that the producers in RuPaul just didn't want any chance of Valentina to go home. So that's why this episode sort of ended the way it did. Which, why are they like so hell bent on keeping Valentina? Well, I mean, she has proved to be amazing television. Um, when she left last season, like, there was a huge backlash member. She has, like, the really, really ardent fans. Well, here's the other thing. I don't even think Valentina was the bottom two. To me, it was, it was Trinity and Naomi. So they could have just put those two in the bottom two. Yeah, I mean... The, the, the show clearly doesn't care about Naomi, so just let her get kicked off. <laughs> Poor Naomi, who I still have in my, my, my very tippy top. I have a pretty high too. Um, but I did feel bad because she and Manila had a, like a web-exclusive clip of them talking about death. And stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was, like, very touching. And then I think Naomi shared it and was like, oh, too bad this doesn't get shown on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but back to Monique, her runway look was so beautiful. Yeah. It I was, thought that, like, there was something off about it to me. Uh, it was a little flat in terms of, like, there wasn't even a, an illusion of there being hair underneath the headpiece. Yeah. But besides that, I loved it. I loved, like, the the winged look mm -hmm. it was kind of plasticky too what though. do you think like the pr was the prompt angelic uh do you think i think it was like white something because like and if it was just angelic we wouldn't have all shown up in white today right but like that yeah it just makes me think like uh what's her name naomi's is sort of like a stretch on the theme of like yeah what what was the th what did they say the theme was i can't remember um and I thought Naomi's was a smart stretch on the theme. Okay, let's get to Naomi. Really. The, uh, the roast? Awful. Was so bad. Which is crazy because like when she had her thing with Cecily, um, it, it seemed like that she actually had jokes there. Do you remember her uh, little walkthrough with Cecily Strong? Yeah. It was, she was like one of them where it was like, okay, there's like a something here, but then it just like went to hell. I think she got nervous. Yeah. And then this runway look really didn't excite me either. You're a fucking freak. I just, I like, I just feel like we're so far from what we were told to do. Like, you could have done, like, you could do this for Snatch Game if you want. No, I think this is like spot on. I think this is the perfect stretch. Okay, well, different strokes for different folks. No, you're psycho here. 
I think you're just wrong. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, Trinity the Tuck. That roast. The roast look was great. The roast look, actually, when the roast look, at first I thought it was Valentina. Mm-hmm. Didn't it look, kind of look like Valentina a little bit? A little bit. But the roast itself just fell flat. And she deserved to be in the bottom. And she knew, like, I've seen her on social. She knows that she was bad. Yeah. But that runway look was amazing. Yeah. I love that straight, flat hair. Like, normally, it's hard for these queens to pull off, like, a flat look. Well, I think because she's got a huge headpiece on top of it. Yeah. That's probably why it works. Yeah, and, like, all the, f- the feathers and whatever. Yeah. Great look. And last but not least, Valentina. She... For the second time, has been caught with a lack of time management skills. <laughs> See, here's the thing. Okay, so she takes off her glasses and says, "Oh, I didn't get, I didn't finish my eye makeup." But like, she could have easily turned that into a joke or something. Yeah, like about like my friend died, and I just didn't. But like, there's, I feel like there's other fixes too. Like, do a smear like you've been crying. Yeah, there's do, so like, many options. Anything. Also, like, can't you practice your jokes while putting on eye makeup? No, we can't. Your brain can't do both? Um, but I do have to say, and they pointed this, this out during the deliberations, she was unintentionally funny. So that's at least something. Yeah, but it wasn't... It didn't land in the way that, like, in Alyssa Edwards... I, unintentionally funny thing yes but at least we're laughing unlike trinity and naomi where we're just like yeah you know what i mean and then her runway looked there was something off about it okay they gave it positive reviews but that like top piece felt like it was like three feet away from her body agreed on that i don't know also she wore the same hair Oh, well, I guess she just didn't have time to change the hair. <laughs> change the wig. She was too busy doing her eye. Um, so just to wrap it all up, Cecily Strong, amazing guest judge, amazing mentor. Bring her back. Yeah. Give her a full-time gig. Was there another guest judge? Like, Cecily Strong outshone her. Yeah, Yvette Nicole Brown. Oh, has she been on before? Was that no? this week? <laughs> It was. It definitely was. I remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was on this week. It feels like she's been on this on before. Yeah. But I don't know. But she didn't really, like, jump out. Yeah. Um, Like, Cecily had good things to say during, you know, when they're all, like, making jokes during the runway. And Cecily's, like, a fan. You can tell. I mean, like, she put Peppermint and Miss Jiggly on SNL. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, She's a fan. The Lips and For Your Life to Aretha Franklin. The concept that Monet was not the sole winner was bonkers to me. <laughs> like, Monet killed the lip sync for your life. I think, they got po- I think they got extra points for that one moment when they were both walking in sync. And it was... No, it was a nice moment <laughs> okay, for, the, good moment. for the lip sync. Um, yeah. I do like that we're not getting the world of death drops and all that bullshit. And like, people are actually like lip syncing. Well, yeah. For their lives and their legacy. And they're not like pulling tricks. Yeah. Except for like going and touching the back wall, (laughs) which most iconic, the best trick of all time. (laughs) I'm still using that wall. (laughs) So the gag is all stars rules are suspended indefinitely. And the, other people who got eliminated already 
came back. Um, so them both winning doesn't I, like I don't understand how that equates no one going home. <laughs> right? <laughs> like shouldn't it be like oh you both show your lipstick and then could be a double elimination. Uh, yeah, but they didn't want to do that. I'm I know they didn't want to do. I know what they. Um, <laughs> they yeah they sort of just like confused us out into the back into the workroom, and then we think we're gonna get the um, mirror gag like we got in All Stars two, but then that's just Lady Bunny, and yeah. then they turn around and they're all standing there. The four fallen queens and Pheromone and Red. Oh, good. In my opinion excellent choice for like a funeral challenge excellent yeah the reference is there we've got it um i'm surprised no one else thought of it actually also Mm. can't wait for next week yeah i wonder we have no idea what we're we're about to walk into is the thing uh they showed a preview clip no but like we still that clip doesn't show exactly like how someone's going to come back or like we don't know the exact way that it's going to happen because the returnees all report to the little lipstick box at one point and like there's a bunch of lipsticks so i have no idea how this is all going to go down yeah this will be one to watch for sure (laughs) live (laughs) uh but that's it for drag race let's move it on down to atlanta after, like, ragging on this season all year, like, this episode entertained me. Yeah. Uh, we're still at Tanya's. Candy is following Portia live when we get a graphic accompaniment to show us the follower number count going down one. Wait, what What number count? The fo- Like, the followers Oh, yeah, count. yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. That was a fun um, visual gag. I love people unfollowing people that they're mid-fight with. Yeah. Something I don't love, Tanya dressing up like a geisha. And... Hated that. Uh, Hated every part of that sequence. Yeah. Um, I do love the the hibachi grill. I love the hibachi room. What I don't love about it is that it's not properly ventilated. (laughs) Yeah. So that... How do you have a hibachi room and don't like... Like, are we using the hibachi room for the first time? Maybe. <laughs> it should, like, probably have a window, maybe, at minimum. A shaft? A shaft. It doesn't appear to have any of that. <laughs> the smoke it's just, just like, a windowless room. I did like Nini saying to the chef, please season the vegetables. We need flavor. We are very black. And I liked Shamari just eating her dinner down there by herself. <laughs> I know. I That would be me. <laughs> Um, and now Portia has already fought with Candy, and now she's starting with Ava as well. Yeah, about, specifically about, is it, are we Eva or Ava-ing? Uh, it depends on, like, the mood, the wind it's blowing. It's Eva, because Eva the diva. Oh, Eva the diva, sure. Eva. Um, especially Eva's comments about Cynthia, the mother of the den comments, mm-hmm. and all of that related yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, but they use this opportunity to also introduce us to this tokyo trip which after what we saw with tanya and like those comments i'm concerned very concerned (laughs) about um it's like oc going to jamaica or mexico where like there's a lot of opportunities for missteps here like the housewives need to learn just go somewhere just experience it 
You don't need to be Open top of the morning to everyone. Okay, top of the morning's fine. <laughs> I know, I know. But like, I'm sure it's obnoxious <laughs> to the residents of Ireland. Um, but yeah. But I did love... So this whole trip is kind of an apology to Nini. And as Eva's apologizing to Nini, Marlo's giving us the performance of a lifetime pre- pretending to cry over how emotional oh this God. apology is. I love Marlo and I can't believe she still doesn't have a peach. Yeah. Okay, so Nini and Greg are hosting a dinner, or is it a party? I don't know. It's really like some know. sort of party for Greg's family. Yeah. And, okay, so I've been, like, really all about Greg this season. <laughs> Not anymore, sweetie. this. He was so nasty to this poor woman Like, yelling at her about his, like, imaginative food rules. Mm -hmm. And, like, his rules... Being a vegan chef does not mean she knows your crazy rules that you're making up in your head. What was the word he kept on saying? Alkaline. Alkaline? Yeah. I don't know what that is. It's Well, it's like the opposite of acidic. Oh. I... uh, Why are batteries alkaline? <laughs> Don't eat batteries. That's all I can tell you. Um, did you notice that in their kitchen they have the same tile that Dolores specifically didn't want in the house that she was flipping? Maybe Dolores saw, caught Atlanta. I was like, no, I could it, never. But it's that, tie, that tile that you see in like yeah. newly rented sure apartments like around Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Cynthia takes Mike Hill out to meet her close friends. Eva, Marlo, and Candy. It was so bizarre. And how come... What is it with Cynthia that she can't function in a social situation without some sort of game? I love a game. But every single time it's a game. And they're in public. Good. So they're doing speed dating. Just speed questioning. One minute. Get your questions out. Marlo's the star, as usual. I thought... Candy had some good questions, too. Yeah, and they all did. It was a good scene. Candy's was obviously all about sex. Eva's yeah. was boring. Yeah. Um, well, Eva, it's like introducing, oh, you need to meet Eva. Like, Cynthia, you don't even, <laughs> you're not even friends with this woman. <laughs> um, some of Marlo's questions included, when was the last time you had an STD? And have you been paid? <laughs> and uh, Mike Hill was so proud of his, it's, Mike Hill, not Will. He said that joke too many times. I'm not liking Mike Hill, and I think that um, Cynthia should get back together with Leon. Yeah, he's not exciting me. Leon is like the perfect man. He's If Cynthia were back with him, he might be the most attractive house husband mm. of all time. Wow. Um, he's a success. I mean, he was in... Cool Runnings, and he was in um, Madonna's music video for something. Wow. Well, if you got that, what more do you need? (laughs) Candy, she is, quote-unquote, taking their shade and getting paid by... She's preparing to put on some sort of Welcome to the Dungeon... Variety show. Caberlesque performance. This is like... A mishmash of, like, every failed housewife storyline ever. But I like it. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, And then we get, like, Portia and Dennis fighting. 
I yeah, don't really care that much about the that. Psychi- the psychologist, psychiatrist, mm-hmm. the therapist. Yeah. And then we we do get to that party with for Greg. And the main takeaway is is Nini sitting down with his sister and just kind of... We're getting, like, hints of what we came to learn of there being a lot of trouble between Nini and Greg. Mm-hmm. And Which I think I read that he, like, just publicly apologized Yeah, he, he released, like, a statement on People or something that I didn't read. Yeah. I don't get it. Um, and then Brent likes McDonald's. Oh, okay. Like, um, like our president. Like our president. Cool. Uh, <laughs> so let's <laughs> head on over to Pump Rules. Oh, but what about Portia getting a hot pickle from Dennis? <laughs> uh, how could I forget that? Uh, That's all I had. Okay, a so hot pickle. Schwartzy is crawling on the floor looking for his contacts. Which, like, if you are looking for your contacts on a deck on the floor of a deck uh hours later hours later it's gonna be crusty yeah you're not gonna get it in i bet he would still put it in no but you could bring you can i think you could bring contacts back to life right but like hours later i feel like just go home and pop in another pair buddy or like don't you doesn't he occasionally wear glasses like bring did you bring the glasses with you i don't know but more importantly stasi Stasi, Stasi. So apparently she did come up after all and screamed at Bo in front of everyone and then he cried. <laughs> like, why couldn't you just quietly be like, get oh. over here. Like on Mortal Kombat and like pull him somewhere else. Do they do that in Mortal Kombat? You know, like like they, they do like, I think it's like Scorpion or something. Remember like, when Get over here. we used to play that Mario game and I would pick you up and then throw you off cliffs? Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, so they... They make up pretty quickly. Well, what's funny is, like Alex and I were talking about this, they, they reconvene on the deck as if they didn't just wake up next to each other. Right. As, and then save the apology scene for, for once cameras were up. They're professionals. Oh, you save it for the show. Yeah. Uh, you've totally given up on Save It For The Show with me. I, well, because I've been like so amped up on certain things. Oh my god. Uh, okay. So, Bo says he's not walking away. He should be running away. No. Uh, I think that they're good together. Oh yeah. I mean, maybe it's evened out by now. I think it's evened out. Somet- like I said, sometimes I pop into Stassi's podcast and Bo is a frequent guest. Oh, Because wow. like... Her podcast has, like, no agenda. It's just, like, whatever <laughs> she wants to do. Yeah. I have, mean... We have too much of an agenda. And, I mean, like, look at her. She's on a fucking podcast network and, like, is probably making a lot of money from it. And we're here. Look what we <gasps> found. We got invited to a show, though, so... That's something. We're moving on up. Okay. Uh, okay. Arthur was a manager at Pump, and now he's a life coach coaching James Kennedy. In a... Ice cream place. An ice cream shop. Well, they're not going to go get a drink. Hello. Hello. <laughs> we see where that's going to get us. Um, but whatever. That's that. Now, all hands on deck meeting. I wish this was the entire episode. Also, like, this is such a good um, tap back to, like, seasons one and two. Yes. We need to start incorporating these all hands on deck meetings more. I want at least one per season, if not two. Because it creates a really interesting dynamic with 
the people who are pretending to still work at this restaurant. Yes, this is and an acting challenge. The actual employees. <laughs> it's like actually really beautiful. And then you like realize, oh, Kristen Duty's on this show and she hasn't worked there in years. <laughs> but they're still talking about they're her. They're still talking about her. Can't get her name out of their mouths. I loved, loved, loved Ariana coming to Kristen's defense at this meeting. Yeah. So we learned during this like Pump Rules Girls super show on Watch What Happens Live that Kristen and uh, Ariana filmed like these big scenes of them making up and going to dinner together and like this years and ago and it was left on the cutting room floor because Kristen can catch no breaks here like why does Lisa hate her so much I blame Though, Lisa <clears throat> for this I will say as far as placement on that Watch What Happens Live episode I was surprised and impressed that Kristen was in the front row well the OGs were in the front row I know but like they usually like yeah they send her they send her in like the hallway the reunion they forget to introduce her <laughs> yeah oh god okay so, so Stassi is a book deal I feel like we've reported on this before we definitely reported on this yeah it's like the basic guide to basic basic basics yeah. so she's working on that she has just Months to write this book. She is... She's gonna do it. I loved seeing her on this video chat with, like, publishing girls, you know? Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was just, like, so interesting to see her, like, talking to publishing girls. It was funny her being nervous to meet with them because they seemed so chippy to be, like, speaking to Stassi. Well, that's their... That's, like, their job. Like, those publishing people, like, it's their job to get excited about the... Like, to... Pretend like you're excited about all of these like random people, any Joe Schmo celebrity who will get a book deal. No, but I could tell through like the MacBook screen, there was like a <laughs> glimmer in their eyes that they were legitimately excited. Well, they also like knew that they were going to be on television, so yeah, they were ready for their close up. They were ready for like their zoomed out through a computer um, close up. Yeah, I don't really care about Tom feeding Lisa and Ken drinks. I only cared if, like, we were about to see Lisa get, like, wasted, but we didn't. Though but she made a joke about it, though. She's like, oh, you're going to have to carry me out of here or that something. That was a lot of alcohol intake. Like, how many drinks they went through? And like even three. Just a, they went through, like, a lot. Oh, okay. Seven. Ten. Ten, yeah. <laughs> she just was funneling <laughs> beers. Uh, okay, Rage Room. Don't really care about this either, really. It was better when it was on Dallas. Yeah. Though I want to do that. Oh, I feel like you have they, some rage issues to work out. No, not really. Actually, I'm like one of the most even killed people I know. But um, I will say they didn't give them enough like glass type products. Mm. They had too many like electronics. Yeah, like large need, printers. Yeah, we don't need a printer because you're not going to make a dent. We need like mirrors, like plates, glasses, mm. a statue, maybe. Sure. But I think we got this cut with these girls making fun of Sheena on her bachelorette date. Yes. Which I didn't care about the bachelorette date, but I liked the cutaways of everyone making fun of her for it. Oh, agreed. I think it's so interesting that we are like straight out naming the bachelorette cinematic universe. Oh, yes. And it's not just like someone that like... He was on a dating show. 
Yeah, not even that. Just like someone who she's on a date with where like the world knows that it's The Bachelorette. Oh, like okay, we're okay. naming it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is so weird. Well, I, th- I think... I think it would be weird for them not to do it for all these hats that watch Vanderpump Rules because I'm sure the hats that watch Vanderpump Rules overlap heavily with Bachelor right. uh, viewers. I just think we're we're entering into a new territory in Vanderpump Rules world where it's like Stassi's getting a book deal. Like, how is this like person who a couple of seasons ago was a waitress at mm. Sir just like randomly having a book deal? Yeah. Um, and then like this Sheena with the Bachelor thing, it's yeah. like. We're getting to the next level of pump rules. It was funny how, okay, his name is Robbie, and then there's Adam in the picture. And they kept showing pictures of each of them, and I literally could not tell the difference between these two men. I think Sheena's with with Adam now. I could be wrong. (laughs) Or Robbie, who knows? Yeah, that's true. Oh, no, no, she tweeted something like, oh, forget this date ever happened. Ooh. (laughs) It was just like, my thing about spaces in LA is that like there's too much sun like you're on a roof and the sun shining on you like mm. get an umbrella yeah go inside go inside <laughs> like why do you want to be just like sitting be out there come on okay I love Lisa in a casual look same I could I wish you would gift us with that more often I love being on the streets of West Hollywood because I know those streets well I kind of know those streets but like we're like right in front of Motherlode this entire time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the Toms are trying to peek in, but they're not allowed. Um, I get why, but like let them peek in. Mm. It's time for the James May relaunch part party. <laughs> why didn't she change it to like JM or like something other than her ex-boyfriend's name? Oh, is that what this was in honor of? No, it's like the name is like her. I want to say her nephew's name and her niece's name, James and May. Yeah. I could be wrong. It's like some sort of fanfic like that. But like, okay, if you want to honor them, but also just like avoid people always bringing up the fact that it's the same name as your ex boyfriend. Oh, were people bringing that up? People bring it up all the time. Oh, okay. Um, maybe not on the show directly, but it's like always comes up on like social media. Mm-hmm. Like just. Just call it like JM. Now, also, I love duty and support all her endeavors, but I feel like these shirts, she could have, like, went in a new direction for this relaunch. Like what? Like, all this verbiage. It's, like, very, like, American Eagle. Yeah, Aeropl- it really is. Aeropostal. But maybe that's coming back. You is know? that what she's, like aiming for because i'm pretty sure those companies are like bankrupt or maybe it's well maybe it's the next wave you know how everything's coming back Mm. so like we just did like the 90s and the chokers and all that shit next wave is the abercrombie and shit i mean who's looking for all this verbiage other than some come through queen right yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah graphic teaser out no no except for (laughs) when you're trying to support (laughs) um I don't know. I would get a Witches of WeHo one. Mm. Yeah. That's Except about it. even that one, like, it's hard to even read. The The font is so 
Also, spoiler alert, we've reported on the Witches of WeHo wine that's coming out. Yeah. It's being released February 1st, but I found out, because I went to the website for the company today, that apparently, for now, it's only going to be available if you're in the wine club for this website, and it has to be paired with some other wine. That's so stupid. Like, what if I wanted to order a friggin' case of it? Right, yeah. which I actually, like, would have considered, probably. Yeah. Um, but, No. No. Do we think that's going to last longer than Ramona Singer Pinot Grigio did? No, because this isn't even like, and some company is just slapping like their the label onto a bottle of wine they're already producing. Mm-hmm. And Ramona tasted and tested and yeah. found the she root. like did she did like she mixed the uh, she mixed aromas. It. Remember <laughs> that episode was so good when um, Luann tried to trick her. Yeah, yeah, and Jock. Um, but yeah, that's that on that. For the wine. Okay, before we get to the big thing, Lala's look meeting up with James to like have a sit down made me very uncomfortable. Also, her bringing the Rolls Royce. Oh yeah, Daddy, Daddy, let me drive it today. Okay, let's get to moms. So we got Katie, Katie's mom, who we've met before, Stassi's mom, who we've met many times before. Mm-hmm. And Duty's mom, who I think this is the first time we were meeting her. I always just assumed she was motherless, raised by a <laughs> pack wolves. of wolves. <laughs> uh, interestingly enough, Katie's mom and Duty's mom look as though they could be sisters. Yeah. And Stassi's mom, Dana, <laughs> loves Kristen. And loves Bo. Does not love Stassi as much. No. <laughs> Oh yeah, she was like resting her head on Kristen's bosom. Um, wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, Dana's very sick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she just like, I, the thing here is like, she doesn't believe that her daughter deserves to have any, like a good man mm, in her life. Yeah. Or at least that's what she's saying. She's just bringing a lot of baggage in. Yeah. Um, but... Dana's ovaries are being absorbed by her body as well. And it, it was really funny when Katie said, I feel like I'm watching my, my past and future worlds colliding. <laughs> like a shot of like Stasi freaking out and a shot of Dana freaking out and <laughs> two women su- supporting them. Uh, <sighs> what would you do if you were Stasi's friend and she had a breakdown? And then two days later, you're at dinner with her, and her mom has a very similar <laughs> breakdown. I would see that I'm I'm in it for a long journey ahead of me. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, okay. Shall we mosey on over to New Jersey? I know how excited you are to talk about New Jersey. What a fantastic episode. What a beautiful wedding. I tweeted about this today. The pacing, what did you say? the pacing this season has been impeccable. Mm-hmm. Like this episode in particular really stood out to me because we just got so like, much n- like action packed scene after action packed scene after action packed scene. How many um likes did your tweet get? Zero. No one. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? No one gives a shit about me. Uh, this vineyard trip planned by Jackie. Teresa can't drink. Jennifer saying she needs to use Jackie's bathroom before they go. That was like, you know, like when they say like, um, like this is when Obama became 
a like presidential or a president or something. Like they say that for every president. Yeah. Like this is when Jennifer became a housewife to me. Yeah. And what did she say as she closed the door to the bathroom? Something nasty. Yeah. She just decided this episode to be like nasty. <laughs> it was so much fun. <laughs> um, I will say they strategically approached the wine tour differently than when than we did when we went on our wine tour. Oh. Like they had a sober ride out there. Whereas, like, <laughs> when we went on a wine tour, we were popping bottles of Tito's at, like, 9 a.m. That wasn't my choice. I was happy with the munchkins. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were very professional. Um, this on- wouldn't happen this way in New York. Yeah. New York, they'd be, like, lit. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, Jackie has gifts from Turkey for all the ladies, but... Margaret's got lost in the mail like the mail order bride. I was flash like to get that one and then to also get the Jackie gift where she's like she gives her a knife and Jackie's like, why don't I have a knife? And she's like, so you could so I could see you stabbing me from the front instead of stabbing from me from the back. Um uh, Jackie's now auctioning off that knife for charity. Which is another amazing move. I know. The hits keep coming. <laughs> um Okay. Um, Teresa snacking on her chicken, chicken, <laughs> which I found out this week, Carol Channing, may she rest in peace, also would carry around chicken. Just like? With her. Because she thought she was like allergic to like everything, <laughs> which is very you. This nope, is your future. You're going to carry around chicken. Uh, she won't even have the fruit because it's, it's got sugar in it. And that's weird because like. How does that have sugar if it's grown from the ground? True. That's, that's what she, like, There's not sugar in the ground. Wow. <laughs> How's that happening? Uh, okay. Jennifer is lit. Oh, yeah. She is polishing off the sampling wine glasses. Which I love. Which, yeah. We get Margaret talking about her mom and how her mom basically stole the dad from someone else and jennifer says that this is a pattern in their family of Mm -hmm. married men which margaret gets pretty offended by and it's like "Mm, i agree with jennifer here it is a pattern yeah i would say it was nastier what what margaret said to to start with right the male or bride thing than what Jennifer said. But, like, Jennifer said it with, like, a nasty attitude. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love Jennifer's nasty attitude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So how's married life? And then... We have Teresa going over to Danielle's house. Um, yeah. And talking about married life. Um, and then <laughs> also talking about Joe getting out soon. Yep, which is... Not happening in real life. Yeah. And then apparently, Tr- Danielle tells a story to Teresa, that which sets up what will happen later in the episode, about how Marge apparently told Danielle that Teresa and Zia, Melissa, aren't to be trusted. Yep. Which, one time, someone started a rumor like that about me. I believe it. Back in like <laughs> 2010... I had somebody 
who I knew who went to work at um, Paper Magazine with Jamie. Yeah. And was telling people that I am not to be trusted. I, that's good advice. Excuse me. I'm very <laughs> trusting. I show up here every week, sometimes earlier than you do. Wow. Wait in that hallway in the cold. I don't know how that has to do with trustworthiness, but go off. Okay. Uh, We see Jackie revealing to Marge that she wants to reconnect with her sister. Yeah. We're like, I feel like we, these new women, we're like deep in their family stuff this year. Yeah, for sure. Which like, I don't mind. Finally, the focus is off of like the Gorga... Mets. Yeah. I mean, it's still there, it's but it's spread like out more. The spread out. Spread. We're, we have like a wide lens right now. Yeah. We don't have like extra cousins. I mean, I'm sorry, Kath and Rosie. No. Kathy actually, by the end of her run, got to be one of the worst mm. of the bunch. I disagree, but okay. Hmm. Uh, we got stage mom and stage aunt helping Melania prepare for her listening party i don't know why they call it a listening party if she's performing <laughs> but okay. well you have to listen yeah uh we got a nice little on display flashback which i love um and then like this is when we start to get the cabo plans a rolling oh, yeah because Teresa wants to drink which i can relate to, to. <laughs> um oh yeah because you're doing the whole 30 right now yep um so we're drinking a nice seltzer <laughs> I know those clinking glasses you hear <laughs> are just some pumple moose. Uh, but we end up at David. Oh no, David Buster's where the party was last, last night. night. Yeah, this is in some, like some little space. It was it had a weird name, and it's all those spaces are always like really depressing from the outside yeah i don't know they kept showing an outside shot it's like no no it was like in the illusion it was nice enough inside and this reminded me of last week too the place where the charity event was it was like from the outside it's just like run down but like Mm. on the inside it was very nice yeah and fetty wap shows up gives melania a hug and then walks out (laughs) i know um fetty wap is so cute Oh, <laughs> um, also Gabriella and Adriana couldn't be there. Uh, we got soccer commitments, soccer in a recital. Uh, yeah, Danielle. Um, let's talk about Danielle's like styling. Loved it. I it, love that the crimp. The I love crimp, the crimp. Lots of volume in the hair. Um, Cecily Strong also had a crimp this week on yeah. Drag Race. Yeah, it's coming back. It's 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melania puts on. The performance of a lifetime. Sing a little bit of it. I can't do it. Ta- Please. Well, who, who are who are our friends? Tay and who's the other one? Danielle. No, Tay and like Taylor. No, Taylor. Tay. I Tay-tay, forget. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she doesn't want to grow up. Uh, she just wants to pop tags. Oh yeah, that's what I was confused about. And then I looked up on Urban Dictionary. It means stealing clothes. <laughs> 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 so she just wants to grow up. Steel clothes. Mama says it's going to be all right or something. <laughs> I don't know. My sister's friend got um, arrested for shoplifting from the mall when she was like a teen. Mm. They just bring you to that little room. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, run, don't walk to the official music video. I haven't watched yet. The production levels are 
better than you would expect. Really? Yeah. What happens in it? Okay, so she's having a sleepover. And the girls are laying, like, it's her and Tay-Tay and whoever else. And they're just laying down. Everyone's on their own phone, not looking at each other. Teresa walks into the room and is like, guys, why are you even having a sleepover? If this is what you're going to do, you could just be doing it on your own. And then she, like, brings in a board game of Mall Madness and says, why don't you try this instead? <laughs> so they set up Mall Madness and start playing. And then Mall Madness the center light in the middle starts shining mysteriously. And Melania goes in the touch and they're like, no, Melania, no, don't. So she touches the light and they get sucked into the small madness world where they're just like having fun, like going up and down the escalator, trying on clothes. There's boys around. So it's like Jumanji. Yeah. But, but mall madness version. But mall. Yeah. I wonder why they never did the series of movies that were spinoffs of Jumanji where it was different games. I feel like there was going to be another board game movie. Oh, there's like Monopoly in the works, I think. Oh, I don't want that. Um, yeah. So. The great, game of life. Great performance. We get a showdown between Margaret and Danielle. Yeah. So it's about these not to be trusted things. So. I mean, Margaret, like, digs herself out so perfectly because she's like, I, I, said, I said to you, like, don't trust anybody. Mm-hmm. And you're naming, you're just, like, assigning names to what I said, what I said, <laughs> which I never said anyone's name. Mm-hmm. But then we got a, a, a flashback of that iconic scene of Dolores freaking out at Danielle where, like, you, it's so good that scene because you could see Dolores like registering what's being said in her eyes and get and then just like getting so angry all mm-hmm. of a sudden. And then Dolores is just like r- circling the group saying, I told everyone, I told everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but yet we're still all gonna go to Cabo together. Oh, I love Dolores. Um, the other thing that was happening, the men, who I usually don't care about the men, <gasps> but this was really oh, interesting. I where it was Marge's Joe and um, Marty sitting there and they were watching their wives fight. Yeah. And then Marty starts going on about how um, Marge is like jealous of Danielle. Well, because if Margaret and Danielle walk into a room, everyone's looking at Danielle. No one's looking at Margaret. Yeah. And there could be a hundred people in that room. (laughs) And they're all going to be looking at. And they're 99 are looking at Danielle. But one is looking at Margaret. Bradley That's what Cooper. matters. Yeah. Uh, so can't wait. Next week we, we're in Cat Cabo, but we also have the competition. Oh, yeah. I don't want to see the competition. Yeah, it's going to be scary. She already won. We know that. Spoiler alert. Oh, whew, ruin everything. This was Brendan. reported months ago. <laughs> okay. Brendan, who's our freak of the week? So our freak is, I can't tell if it's Ramona or if it's um, page six. Or the whole tabloid industry yeah but page six wrote a entire piece called ramona singer spotted drinking wine with mystery man and it included some gems like this quote he was wearing the same shirt as the waiters the spy pointed out another quote was she was drinking red wine instead of her usual pinot grigio another diner quipped before adding that singer looked amazing and is aging better than all the housewives (laughs) i mean first of all it's not white wine season. It's red wine season. So. Um, it's no wine season for you, uh, well, bench. Yeah. And actually, uh, white wine is acceptable. 
Yeah. If you want something like refreshing, you never know. Because like you're inside anyways. Yeah. You like, know, like you should be in West Hollywood on a date on a roof. Just right. be inside. Um. So like all temperatures. And then last but not least. Okay. <clears throat> when reached for comment, Singer told us, quote, LOL, unquote. <laughs> <laughs> so like she was texted for comment probably? I bet you. Yeah. You know that they got she all has, their numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, she obviously placed this story. <laughs> well, she's looking better than all the housewives, <laughs> which is not not true. Mm. Is not untrue. Sure. Okay, one true queen. This is kind of old news, but it's like constantly developing. It was like the buzz of this weekend on social media. On Sunday, I was flying by the seat of my pants following along with this i know queen caroline calloway <laughs> i never even heard of this person before uh has 800 something instagram eight hundred thousand something instagram followers half of which have been audited to be fake followers a scammer to jackie goldschneider levels <laughs> she scammed her way to a, wor- a world tour creativity workshop it's a long story Google Caroline Calloway, but essentially she just like posts pictures on Instagram, but now has really changed to mostly posting stories and it's like walls of text about her life. Yeah. So what, how she originally became famous is like, she was this American woman who went to Ox or Cambridge rather for, um, for school. And it was about her Instagram was about sort of like her, life there but she went to nyu first for like three years Mm -hmm. and wanted to get into somewhere more like glamorous and she got a book deal based on her instagram and then never wrote the book she took the what's it called (laughs) advance the advance and ran ran and never (laughs) wrote the book so now she's like has to pay back this advance so she tried to scam she has all these followers she set up workshops that were $165. Like she's friggin' Beyonce or something. <laughs> and it comes included with a personalized <laughs> journal. A personalized journal, which was real. The way it was personalized is she wrote in Sharpie in the journal your name and like drew a picture next to it. I think, I think each one had an affirmation in it. Like, And then it also came with a salad. But the twist was... <laughs> she cooked the salad. <laughs> she cooked the salad. And like... You had to eat it on the floor. Most of the people, there weren't enough chairs. So it was just people eating salad on the floor. And you forgot she also gave away a mason jar with... <laughs> she ordered thousands of mason jars. She ordered 1,200 mason jars that arrived on a pallet at her <laughs> studio apartment. <laughs> and she gave them to her disciples with a packet of wildflower seeds in the jar. Oh, she also promised flower crowns but in reality she had one orchid that she let people put in their hair for a photo but then she took it back yeah no she put the flower in the hair and then took it and put in the next person's hair transferring lice from disciple to disciple and she had she wanted to hand out lunch to every single person so she could see the look in their eyes so she was dragged to the depths of hell right please can't canceled the, the the world tour 
went silent for a day. Wait, which was- no, my, my favorite part, my favorite detail about the world tour is that she had all these, <laughs> she had all these dates set up in cities that people had started buying tickets for, but she didn't have venues for the cities. Yeah. So then she decided, she starts to be like, hey, maybe it's just a better idea if we have all of these tour dates in New York. And the, and the poll was, yeah or fuck yes. <laughs> And then she said, due to overwhelming response, I am changing all the tour dates to New York City, baby. And people have already bought tickets in other cities. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So there was a day of silence after the tour was canceled. She's back, baby. The tour is on. We are prepping for Saturday, the kickoff, the, the relaunch of the tour. If she can do a tour, I say we do a tour. <laughs> that was how much? $265? $265. Um, they can come to your apartment. Mm. Um, you will cook them a meal. Um, I'll buy uh, something. Yeah. Like a balloon. A balloon. <laughs> Everyone can take a picture with a balloon that we pass around. Okay. Um, it'll be great. Can't wait. And like we actually, like we have a podcast so it's like, we can actually do that, mm. at least. We can just get one of those jugs of Tito's, give everyone a drink. <laughs> <laughs> just pour it into their mouth. No cups. Okay, that is it for this week. Ooh. Uh, you can subscribe on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, baby. The kids love Spotify. Um, and forget James May. Go to the Come Through Queen merch store. Um, it's at comethroughqueen.com slash store. Store. Um, you can get an Abercrombie and Fitch inspired graphic tee. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can also follow um, both of us at Twitter. Dan's at IDK IDK. I'm at not Brendan. Uh, you could give us a call at 717-47-FREAK. You could email us at comethroughqueen at gmail.com. Join the Facebook group. It's Come Through Queen. We'll let you in. It'll yeah. be fun. So like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Come through, Queen. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.